So LinkedIn, where to start? Um, this is obviously going to be a LinkedIn series. The reason we're doing this is because um, Apollo is Apollo. I suppose always was uh, two things. Um, it was mainly a, a reflection of the mistakes that we made and a reflection of the successes that we have had um, making at least five, if not six million dollars online in the last, say, half a decade or so. And in doing so, we've been very honest with our movements, where we're going, what we're doing. And I would never start an online fitness business again without a serious consideration around LinkedIn. Depending on who my ICA was, of course, I look at business very differently now. Um, I've owned an online fitness business for over a decade and a bit, and a lot has changed. Um, and for that reason, um, my process when when I was, let's say, falling into the space versus now being strategically aware of how I would set things up is completely different. Very often, Tony Robbins once said this, he said that there are three types of entrepreneurs. There's an artist, there is a an operator, and there is a true entrepreneur. Now, a true entrepreneur, if, if you think that that's you, let me make the statement that Tony said or made, and I think you'll be surprised if you're actually an entrepreneur at all. An entrepreneur is someone who creates a business with the intention of selling it. Very few people and almost nobody in the fitness space does that because you're not an entrepreneur at heart. You're not an operator. Most most of the people that I've coached and mentored over the years, they're not an operator either. They're an artist. And what he means by that is you created something beautiful for yourself and you want to share that with the world. And then it became a business. And it either became a business because you want to share it with the world or because you want to make money. But either way, most people in fitness were artists, as was I. So we come at the business from an angle of I want to share my fitness journey or processes or things to help other people rather than actually looking at it very objectively as a business first and foremost. I look at everything now that way and if I was to start again I would choose a business that is structured around me in terms of what I want to do, what I don't want to do. Some of the things that you're going to hear over the next few episodes, especially around LinkedIn, may not be specific to you, but there is a lot of value to extract from the principles in the way in which I look at business now. And one of those is engineering a business that ticks the boxes that you want to tick in your life, but doesn't hold you back from the beautiful things that the business can afford you to do because of finances or, or some level of freedom, but you suffocate yourself on the other side. So the reason LinkedIn to me is somewhere that I would look at straight away is I'm going to give you a few reasons. Number one is the quality of lead individual. Now, my mom is a single parent. She's disabled. I was the eldest boy of four. Um, we're in you know, the middle of nowhere in Ireland. 
So it's not that I have an issue with broke people. My mom has been broke her whole life. Um, it is that the people that I would choose to work with would be people who are and have been successful in their fields because that inspires me. That doesn't mean I don't love my mom. I love her to bits and her friends and the people you know who, who don't have money. That doesn't mean they're not quality people in, in who they are. It's just I would choose to be around more successful people who inspire me. Number two, not just their mindset, but their affordability. You will never truly run into, or it's rare, that you will run into a few, as many objections around finances because most of those people use their money to get them further ahead. Number three, your profit margin because of number two allows you to pay your team so much better number four because you're able to pay your team better you're able to get better quality people into your team and it's easier for you to step out of the areas that you wish to step out of of course and i would say number five from a credibility standpoint when you're building a brand for example, um, there are many cars that make car companies that make a lot more money than Rolls-Royce. But Rolls-Royce is associated with luxury because, yes, there may be a smaller number of people that drive Rolls-Royces. Well, not in Dubai. <laughs> Everyone does. Um, but you associate yourself with uh, a d- in a different echelon of, of human being. And that doesn't need to be pretentious. That can just be a logical thing that you want to do in business, which is marketing and positioning. So there's some of, the, let's say, the five main reasons why you would consider LinkedIn. Now, is it the holy grail? Absolutely not. There are so many challenges, like with anything, though, like with Instagram, like with Facebook, like with TikTok. Is this a one-trick pony? No. We've still made millions of dollars more on Instagram, but it just took us way longer, way harder, a lot more stress, and I would never choose that option again. So our navigation into LinkedIn was one that we did with our own business. And for that reason, we don't say it's the be all and end all. We've got plenty of clients who we work with who have leads on all other platforms. But there's no one else in the world that I have seen make the level of money in fitness that we have and are still doing on LinkedIn and have the ability to communicate that to other people. And there are plenty of people in the space, friends of mine included, you know, dabble a little bit on LinkedIn and sell the dream on LinkedIn, but 99% of their money comes from other places. And that's fine. 99% of our money comes from LinkedIn. I would say 100, but there's always going to be maybe one person that Googles or, you know, comes from somewhere else. But generally, 99.9% of all of our fitness money comes from there. So down below, you will have the ability in all of these episodes to um, to get more information absolutely for free. Um, there's a video that shows you how we made a million dollars in nine or 10 months that I will link down below from using LinkedIn alone from scratch. And that would be a very good place to start for you. Um, So they're the main reasons why you would look to move onto LinkedIn. 
does that mean that you should stop everything else that you're doing? And the answer is, of course, no. Of course, no. Of course, no. It's just a case that the, the way we see it, at least, is we're not just telling people to drop what they're doing everywhere. What we're saying is that it would be a smart decision for you to add a LinkedIn revenue stream to your business, ultimately. And for some of you, that will be a smaller revenue stream at the start and may stay a smaller you know, percentage forever. For a lot of you, like a lot of our clients, they started to realize quite quickly how profitable LinkedIn could be. And then were very reluctant to go back to some of the other platforms because the return on investment of their time was substantially different. In other words, you know, instead of selling 150, 200 pounds or dollars per month in a sale, they were selling two and a half, three and a half, four and a half, and even five and a half thousand dollar uh, programs paid in full. Now, again, it's not about the money, but it is about, it's, it, it is a business at the end of the day. So we need to try and improve your ability um, to make more money on the front end uh, and therefore pay you know your team really well and all of the things that come with that. Just to give you some LinkedIn stats um, that we go through, um, January 2022, so January of last year, there were half uh, a billion, so 500 million users on LinkedIn. Uh, as of today, there is over 875 million users on LinkedIn. In other words, in a year, it has almost doubled. Okay, so there's a there's an enormous amount of people moving onto LinkedIn, right? Um, and in terms of engagement, in 2022 alone, there was a 22% increase in engagement. 16.2% of all of those LinkedIn users, so we could say say 200 million, are active daily. Okay, so anything from 150 to 200 million are active daily, right? And half of those are active monthly. Um, over 58 million companies have a presence on LinkedIn and 65 million users are business decision makers. So there's, you know, if, if, if that doesn't at least grab your attention, I think it's important um, to consider the growth that that platform is having. Who is on LinkedIn? So an example, the distribution of LinkedIn users in the United States as of December 2022, according to an online survey conducted in December in the United States, the majority of LinkedIn users had a higher monthly household income, accounting for 53% of users. Additionally, 23% of users belonged to the middle class and 17 belonged to lower income households. In other words, 50 to 55 percent are in the upper echelon of um, of um, job, not just jobs, but uh, income earners. Now, this is just people who have jobs, right? A big percentage of the people on other platforms don't even have jobs, let alone the high paying job, the, the highest paying jobs. So, LinkedIn is definitely somewhere that you should at least be 
I'm I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say it this way. I think you should have a serious consideration around can you uh, and here's a perfect example. There was a guy that we were in a conversation with 2 weeks ago and he helps men to improve their um self-defense techniques so they can look after their family and he said yeah my niche isn't on linkedin and i like if you're listening to this i i I don't mean this in a rude way but that is one of the most ignorant things that i've heard in a very long time my so what you're saying is there is there are no men who want to improve self their self-defense to look after their families out of 800 million people on linkedin your issue is so what what you've just said really is that those type of men either don't have jobs or don't go on linkedin do you really think that that's the case it's absolutely ridiculous and my my proof was we have someone who we help who sells five thousand dollar packages and he teaches and improves um the some executives in the united states ability to improve their combat skills in case of an issue of potential self-defense because they're high net worth individuals and i I just couldn't wrap my head around it so like what people don't realize is like you go into for example i live in a beautiful uh hotel apartment block um you know there's residents as well and um not that not that I use the facilities that much. I'm working all the time. But um, since I bought it, I every now and then I will go down in. There's a beautiful lounge, infinity pool. All of the workers are from you know the Philippines or or you know other countries. They're all on LinkedIn because they need to be for work, right? And you know not like you know they would be in the the lower earners on LinkedIn. But the point is you would be surprised how many people and if you're listening to this i guarantee you have a linkedin profile but you just don't use it like that's what everyone goes oh i've got a linkedin profile but like i've never really used it right so what i would say to you is first of all identify who your ica is now it goes without saying that there for some icas linkedin will be a better option but by no means do i believe that there are many ICAs that you will not find on LinkedIn or at least an ability to improve your ICA and have uh, let's say a higher program so just to finish the episode I just want to give you the 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 reason we moved on to LinkedIn in more detail so the apartment that I'm in in Dubai um, I bought almost two years ago Um, at the time it was like maybe just over a million dollars um it's currently 1.6 million dollars which is outrageous but it's inflation it's dubai um there's a lot of uh, russian money coming over it was an, it was a crazy investment and it worked out but at the time it was stressful because i couldn't get a mortgage i just moved to dubai and wasn't living here uh, and so i had to put down half a million dollars in cash and pay the rest off over a 18 month period so as you can imagine that's a lot of money and yeah i was sweating so I lost my Instagram account a month later um, and someone tried to hack it from Russia and uh, it basically took me a year to get my account back. In doing so, I've just made a commitment. I've dropped half a mil cash 
and I've made a commitment to pay another half a mil in cash um, over uh, an 18 month period. And the Instagram account that hundreds of thousands of followers where we made the majority of our money was gone. So I was like, shit. Um, Then I looked at our, this is in our fitness business. So I looked and I'm like, okay, where would we find these, these people who we can create this program for? And immediately it was LinkedIn, surely. So all we did is we rebranded the business from the Cover Model Academy to the Cover Model Executive. And we used a lot of the same principles just by targeting a slightly different demographic. The problems that we were solving were the same. The people that we were working with were very much the same. But we just got a little bit more hyper-focused on adding more value to people who could extract the the value better and implement that into their lives and i would say there's a big percentage of you out there that are listening to this that can use uh, that principle to maybe even create a higher level program on linkedin and not step away from what you're currently doing on a different platform right because most of you are not booking enough calls because you're not spending enough time booking calls or closing calls anyway. And instead of creating a bunch load of content that isn't really getting a huge amount of traction, you could be doing lead generation on a more valuable platform. I'm going to leave it, leave that thought with you guys. And over the next few days, next few weeks, I'm going to be recording some more podcasts specific to LinkedIn because I know that may help. Down below, there's a few things that you will be able to do, um, of course. Um, so I will talk you through that in the um, in, 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 in the next few episodes. Um, as always, uh, I hope you're enjoying um, and I hope you can take some value from our mistakes, um, some of our wins uh, and some of my perspectives. Peace.